thing is, I think it's a, um, a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. I had a Bud Light and the world changed for me. Also, does your insurance company cover meteor damage? And have we solved the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle? And move over, police dogs. Cows are the new hunters. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? And in the studio this week, joining us from the This Is 50 podcast, we have Shane McManus. Shane, how are you? What's up? How are you, man? You doing all right? I'm hanging in there. You, sound, you sound excited to be here. I am. I am. <laughs> I like how to take the chains off. So tell us about what the This Is 50 podcast is all about, since you're guest hosting on this week's show of Deacon Live. It's a different kind of, you know, people our age, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there just kind of rehashing 80s music and 80s culture and all that kind of stuff just reliving their past and we do that to some extent but most of it is uh you know people our age and what we're going through physically mentally emotionally all the crazy stuff some of it's serious some of it's not but it's just basically going through uh everyday life experiences of people who are our age that just happen to grew up in the 80s do you consider yourself being that you're 50 do you consider yourself a wiser person than the average joe that's out there nah i'm probably dumber than i've ever been <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very entertaining. And you can be you can be found on iHeart, Spotify, and all those other podcatchers out there. And that's Shane with This Is 50 Podcast. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to have a blast today. Uh, we're going to get your review on the AK6 headphones and stuff by gizmoleague.com. So we'll check that out. So stick around for that later on the show. But right now, Shane, guess what? What's that? I am going on vacation. It's the first time Ooh. since 2019 that I am going on vacation. When's the last Why? time? So long. Well, I don't know if you remember that little stuff that they had. It was called COVID, COVID-19 uh, or something like that that was making everyone stay at home. They were watching their TVs. It's a new, I think it was a new sitcom or something everyone was watching. Oh, it was a designer disease, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. But they told everyone to stay home, do all that stuff. And so since 2019, like probably most of the world, if they weren't already on vacation or doing vacations, uh, they, most of us have not gone on vacations. Now, I know when they opened up the doors, the floodgates went out. You know, the cruise liners were like going, hey, buy one, get one free days on our cruises. Airplane yep. tickets and stuff were like cheap, 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 cheap. They wanted you to get your ass back in the seats and, and travel around the country. And make them money. It, well, yes, it, because they were being affected just like everyone else. So this is the first time we've been on vacation since 2019. And you say why it took so long because everything's been opened already. We just haven't figured out a way... We just haven't had time together with the last three years. Uh, we lost her grandmother. Uh, we lost my mother. And then the process of what comes the baggage or the responsibilities of taking care of the grandmother loss and, and uh, my mother being lost and, and all the stuff that goes with it, it just kind of puts you out of vacation mode. Uh, you really just don't feel like going anywhere because you kind of feel guilty. You know, you don't want to go, okay, celebration of life when you're just, you know, closing the door and, and shutting a, the book on that chapter of those people's life. So we just really couldn't get in the groove of it. Right now, my wife goes, damn it, we are, you know, darting a map. Where do you want to go? I said, let's go somewhere for four days and get an Airbnb and just relax and just enjoy each other. So we're going to Savannah, Georgia. I don't know if you've been there before. Have you been there, Shane? Um, 30, 40 times. Really? Like in the, the historical yeah. district of Savannah, Georgia? 
Yeah, we used to, uh, when I was in the military, we were, we were stationed in Charleston, South Carolina, which is like an hour and a half away from Savannah. Uh-huh. So, and and those, those cities are pretty much the same. To get a break from Charleston, we would go to Savannah. That makes sense. <laughs> so we're going to Savannah. Now, we have been to Charleston, and it actually, scary enough, is we went right after the that Charleston shooting. I think we went like six months later. Oh, you would have been. There wasn't, see, there's nothing to worry about if you go somewhere right after something happens because that means you got at least another good 10, 20 years before it happens again. <laughs> well, so that's I, the best time to go. I know, but I mean, you have to kind of watch what you say and, and who you talk to. And, you know, hey, people are dying to get into this restaurant. And everyone's done like, oh, you know, gasp and clutching the, you know, oh, my God. <laughs> too soon? Yeah, too soon, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so we, we've been to Charleston. It was nice. We did, uh, what did we do? do we did a lot of stuff a lot of walking a lot of shopping a little bit of drinking and i'm just looking forward to food i want to eat 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 Uh, we live out here on you know 20 some on acres we have no restaurants around us we just want to get out and and enjoy the nightlife or even the afternoon life so um yeah there's there's plenty to do there's plenty of that kind of stuff bars on the on the rivers and you know the the scenery and the ambiance and all that good stuff so yeah you'll have plenty of places you know go go to paula dean's place oh i don't want See, I don't like her kind of cooking, though, because she puts butter on everything, which is fine. I just don't like her fat fucking face. I think that's a... When I see her face, believe it or not, Paula Deen, uh, I don't know if many of you guys out there remember this, but Paula Deen came out with her own brand of ham. And mm-hmm. there was a there was a video. People were like, and Paula Deen's got her new Paula Deen ham, you know, spiral cut and honey glaze, blah, blah, blah. Perfect for this time of year. And she's in the warehouse doing something like loading the the boxes with the ham so she's like hi i'm here these are my hams and she's throwing it in the box you ever seen them when they throw the fish at like the fish markets they kind of chuck it across the the aisleway and the other guy on the other side catches it with like a newspaper or something like that yeah so they're actually like kind of softballing her these hams and she's grabbing them and throwing them in the bucket and she turns around there's another ham right there oh god and it's getting faster and faster sure enough one pops her right on the side of the fucking head and knocks her out here's here's where you guys messed up Paula Dean should stand up and go, buy my ham. It's the one with my face on it because she just got popped in the face. And since that incident, I just can't look at her the same. Well, I guarantee you, if you found a Paula Dean ham in the middle of the apocalypse, you'd eat that some bitch. So just go down there. She's not going to be there. Trust me. All right. But you're not going to gonna have to deal with her at all. So, I, you know, we just want to go out and enjoy some nightlife, see some scenery, see some history, which is Savannah. Just eat some good food and, and have some cocktails and stuff and enjoy the nightlife. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest with you, we never did the nightlife thing. It was usually just like a day trip or something, just riding around looking, you know, just to get out of the house. We were poor. Amy was looking up. My wife was looking up that they have like some kind of free bus where you can kind of jump on and off as as you mm-hmm. want. So I'm looking forward to that because, you know, we'll, we'll drive the big Chevy Silverado 2500 down there. Hopefully it'll... We're here. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have some place to park that thing. And we are bringing... Our beloved Cookie Puss, who is a 13 and a half year old bulldog. And God, you got a wagon for that thing you're going to drag her around in? Well, she'll, she sleeps all day, like, like most bulldogs do. They just lay around and sleep all day. And since she's 13, she really doesn't get out and move. You know, she goes out to go to the bathroom and then comes back. But the thing is, this is my brand new truck. And we're putting an animal in there that has hair. And I don't want hair, like, getting stuck. Now, the seats are all leather and everything, but the carpet. I don't want it to get stuck in the carpet. So we're going to wrap Cookie up in, like, a like a swaddle <laughs> so she can't shed anywhere and just put her in her bed behind the back seat. So 
Well, I was going to say, just what we usually do is like put a blanket on the floor and put a bed up in the seat. And if they don't move around the truck very much, then, the, you know, you're not going to get anything in there. But they make these little thing called vacuum cleaners. They just suck it right yeah, out of there. Yeah, they, they never, do if you get never, never works. Never gets every last bit of hair. I don't want dog stink in there. I just gave her a bath. She smells like lavender, uh, but I don't want dog stink in that brand new truck. I don't even like my stink well, in there. Well, just remember, most of Savannah is haunted. Is it really? So that should yes. be fun. So I can do some haunted uh, walks and stuff. So we'll go see yeah. some sites and have some fun. And like I said, eat, drink, and be merry and enjoy my, you know, my wife and I. We don't get to see each other too much. Even on the weekend, she's out riding horses and stuff. So it'll be me and her and Cookie Puss. And Cookie Puss will stay inside all day long and sleep and snore and fart and pee. And my wife will, and I will be out <laughs> doing that as well, I guess, in the same sense. Yeah, well, she'll be tired of you by Monday afternoon. I'm sure. All right, guys, stick around. Lots to get into. And I think I've solved the mystery behind the Bermuda Triangle. If I can say it right, I'll tell you what exactly what happened. Stick around. You'll listen to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Hi, Shane here from This Is 50 Podcast. I'd like to encourage you to join Matt Cochran for Murder and Coffee, a true crime podcast that delves into some of the most notorious and intriguing criminal cases of all time. Do you like true crime podcasts? Murder and Coffee is a true crime podcast that delves into some of the most notorious and intriguing criminal cases from years gone by. Join Matt as he goes into in-depth details and conducts exclusive interviews with experts. New episodes every month. Be sure to listen to the latest true crime stories and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform. Again, that's MurderAndCoffee.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts, and while you're there, you want something for free? Well, we will give you something for free, but you got to do me a favor. you got to click on that Be Heard section. It says uh, it's a little blue bar at the very bottom right-hand side of the page. Click Be Heard. Speak right into the microphone. You can be anonymous if you want, and it comes right here on the podcast. You can be podcast famous with us, and while you're over there at Profit Radio, get yourself some free swag. Fill out that little form there. Uh, it's just Profit Radio's way of saying, Thank you for listening to us. Proud sponsor of Deacon Live. And uh, joining us here in the studio, we have from This Is 50 Podcast, we have Shane McManus. How are you, Shane? Doing good. How are you? Doing all right. So have you ever been around the Bermuda Triangle at all? No, I've been over it. Has anything like weird happened? You know, the whole mystery about the Bermuda Triangle says, you know, that they think it's run by aliens. They think this is happening or that's happening. There's like a magnetic force that sucks you in and, and ships get lost and planes get lost. Have you ever had anything weird happen to you while you were flying over the Bermuda Triangle? Mm, no, not that I can think of. I mean, maybe some turbulence or something like that, but I'm, I'm not up in there in the cockpit, so I don't see, get to see anything going on. As a little kid, my mom and dad flew, like did a South American tour, left yeah, left me at home. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> left me home with the, with the aunts and uncles. They did this South American tour for two weeks, and they flew over 
the Bermuda Triangle. My mom was like, we flew over the, and my, your dad's watch stopped. You know, I'm five years old. I'm like, really? And yeah, your dad's watch stopped and the lights went off in the plane. And she's just, you know, snowballing this whole lie and everything. So like my whole entire life until I was able to read, realized that, you know, my mom was just pulling my chain. Pick any one of the more 50 ships and 20 planes that have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle in the last century. Each one has a story without an ending, leading to literally a conspiracy of theories about the disappearance in the area. Marked roughly by Florida, Bermuda, and the Great Antilles, Australian scientist Carl Kerninskulikniki nailed it, along with the United States' own National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, don't describe the Bermuda Triangle as a superstitious repetition. But both have been saying for years that it has been really no Bermuda Triangle mystery at all. In fact, the loss and disappearance of ships and planes are a mere fact of possibilities. There is no evidence that the mysterious disappearance occur in any great frequency in the Bermuda Triangle than any other larger area of land traveled by these ships or planes as well. Since 2017, Kruskalnikki has been saying the same thing. He told The Independent that the sheer volume of traffic in a tricky area to navigate, no less, shows the number of ships and planes that go missing in the Bermuda Triangle as same as anywhere else on a percentage basis. So what they're saying is, just because of the way the Bermuda Triangle and the way it sits, you know, you got Bermuda, the Grand Antilles, and you got Florida, that is a major highway... Because there's a Gulf Stream, you know, when you leave Miami, get, grab that Gulf Stream and sh- you're heading out over to go to Europe. You know, trades and stuff for many years, you know, that was the big stream coming through from Europe, coming down into Florida. For example, where did, what was it, Ponce Leon? Where did he land? He landed in somewhere in St. Augustine. So he had to come through those islands and stuff and landed over there in, in Florida. So they're just saying that there's no real mystery or anything about the Bermuda Triangle. It's just a coincidence that that's a high traffic area kind of like on like uh what's a road around here shane where there's just always accidents 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 oh 77 85 485 so i mean there's more accidents on those highways and stuff rather than like the street down from you you know down on the corner of fifth and main you don't see a lot of accidents down there they're always on highways because they're popularly traveled so that's what australian scientists uh carl kraneski nikki that's what he's saying did you ever have like any conspiracies or anything like that or you just thought it was all hooey i don't know that's kind of like bigfoot you want it to be real but i don't think that it is i mean you know, <laughs> I, I just think it's a bunch of in quotations i, I a, don't think it's real yeah. yeah i mean you know it's kind of uh i agree with the sheer volume of airplanes and you know boats that make it through there on a daily basis versus the ones that don't it's probably just a bunch of drunk captains and <laughs> pilots like the valdez driver over there just smacking in the alaska up there and spilling shit all over the place yeah i mean i, I think that it's just you know it's just you're going to have a certain number of accidents Accidents or disappearances. I mean, great big ocean. If something goes down, whether it's a plane or a boat, you're not going to find it. But think about think so about there's your there's your disappearance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but think about when's the last time we quote unquote had a plane or something disappear? Maybe World War Two, maybe World War Two era. But think about it this way: How far have we come along with like technology? I mean, radars and just surveillance and anything like that has improved over the years. If it's a freaking highway traffic, there were things probably bumping in each other and, and hitting, you know, running aground or flying in the wrong direction and, and just being lost. We haven't heard any about anything like since what? 
2000 or not 2000 you know 1960s 70s maybe have we lost something you never heard a news report about it well the thing about it is now there is i i can tell you for sure that there is such thing as magnetic polarity and things that will mess with your instruments and your air and you know in airplanes and your boats, cell phones and watches and stuff like that yeah no. turn yeah. your cell so, phones off yeah. it'll, it'll ruin the navigation we're gonna go right into the ocean yeah well i mean if you can't pull up <laughs> <laughs> pull up yeah. beep Pull up. <laughs> there might be like an extra clump of magnetic interference in that part of the ocean for whatever reason, but I doubt it. I, I just, like I said, I think it's just people having a good time and going into work drunk and <laughs> paying the price for it. I don't know about that, but anyways, I think this guy right here, <laughs> this guy probably goes into work drunk every day. A Florida man living underwater won't resurface even after breaking the record. In Key Largo, a university professor broke the record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization this week at the Florida Keys Lodge for scuba divers. Joseph Deturi. Uh, 74. Nailed the name again. (laughs) I know, these names. (laughs) I was never hooked on phonics. His 74th day residing in Jules Undersea Lodge, situated at the bottom of a 30-foot deep lagoon in Key Largo, wasn't much different from his previous day since he's been submerged since March 1st. Deturi, who also goes by the moniker Dr. Deep Sea, ate a protein-heavy meal of eggs and salmon prepared using a microwave using resistance bands to exercise, daily push-ups, and took hour-long naps. God, what a cushy job he's got going down there trying to break a record underseas. Unlike a submarine. No wonder he won't, doesn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's all by himself. <laughs> leave me alone, crotchety old man. <laughs> Unlike a submarine, the lodge does not use technologies to adjust or increase for water pressure. The previous record of 73 days, 2 hours, and 34 minutes was set by Tennessee professor Bruce Contrell and Jessica Fain at the same location in 2014. But Deturi isn't just settling for the record and resurfacing. He he plans on lodging all the way till June 9th, which puts him at 100 days. The mission combines medical and ocean researches, researches along with educational outreach, was organized by the Marine Resource Development Foundation, owner of the Habitat. So he's down there. He'll get out, uh, what did I say, June 9th or something like that. So he's down there living mm. in the ocean, underground, in this big, huge capsule or something. I, I, you guys can't see the picture here, but it's a big old... Um, you ever seen 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? You know, that, that big submarine that they kind of had. It kind of looks like that. Big old circle glass. He's kind of looking out, out at it. He looks like the lead singer of Nickelback, by the way, so... No, he's Jack got. Kroger? He's got that. Yeah, Jack Kroger. He's well, got that. Makes a that makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's probably staying down there because he doesn't have any friends. Oh, don't don't make fun of Nickelback that way. <laughs> Would you live down under the sea for that long? If and I didn't have anything else to do, probably. Why not? But what about like claustrophobic and the fear of if something happens, these walls are you know. Would you get like cabin fever and you start looking around and, and thinking these walls are getting closer and closer and you're like going, get me out of here. <laughs> if, well, I mean, if you don't don't have claustrophobia no shane you'd just I mean, be happy if you had an xbox eagle. down there i mean you know chances of an eagle diving out of the air and cutting your jugular are just as high <laughs> is it really shane do you have the stats on that i do i do it's uh, eagleattacks.com all right i'll we'll look, look i'll look that up all right guys stick around when we come back gizmoleague.com has lent myself and shane a pair of their brand new headphones earbuds and also a sleep mask that has earbuds in it and we're going to review those and give an update on what we found out so stick around you're listening to deacon live right here on profit radio i'll be right you got to meet the honey with the million dollar body you got to 
guys are dumber than a box of hair. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. What are you talking about, white whale? I caught the white whale. Have you sailed the seas? Maybe. Have you caught the white whale? Have you been in 10,000 fathoms below? So 10,000 fathoms. Massive <laughs> squids. Massive squids would eat your... Excuse me, I have an email from somebody. They, the text was that the squid was not a large female. So we had to throw it back into the water. I'm not believing that. We were crabbing. I'm an idiot. I'm a friggin' idiot. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. podcast we do we have a matching video and the way you see that video is go over to youtube search deacon live podcast and you can see everything that's going on here in the studios all the visuals that are going on and you can see me waving the camera hopefully you guys are waving back to me make sure you like and subscribe over there i'm not doing it for the money i just want to give you guys another media source to where you actually see what's going on here on the podcast and you can also see our very own co-host for this week's show the co-host of this is 50 podcast we have shane mcmanus here in the studio how are you shane great I'm still here. <laughs> yes. GizmoLeague.com, that's GizmoLeague.com, has sent us a whole bunch of earbuds and headphones and uh, these sleep masks that have earbuds in them. Last week, Shane, you did a review on them as far as the actual structure of well, them. It was, it was more like an unboxing. Yeah. Instead of not, not, a, not a review, an unboxing and just kind of checking things out. Well, like the actual structure of them. So I have yeah. here in my hand, I have, this is the headband. I'm going to open up here in just one sec if I can get this pen to work. And I also have... What color you got there? I, well, I, I got black. I got the black headband. So I'm going to open this up. So here's the headband. That Oh, shit. Why did you tell me something's going to fall out? Oh, this is a, the charging station, the little charging cord. And uh, Be careful. It has a charging cord that's going to fall out. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the heads up on that. And here's yeah. looks like the volume. And I can feel there's like these little about size of a quarter disc in the, mm-hmm. in the things there. But that's the headband. And I've got six packs of these. And these are the headphones we're going to talk about first. Now, I'm going to unbox mine. Tell me how what you used them for the the set that you got tell me what you used them for how they worked out were they good were they bad and just be totally honest of what you got while i unbox this okay well to no fault of sorry i'm making noises here sorry go ahead that's okay to no fault of gizmo league their product is only compatible with three and a half millimeter jack so for me i'm an iphone user I'm somewhat limited as to how I can use these things. I wanted to try them out. You know, I'm on the grass, just everyday use, walking around. I plugged them into the car. I still have a three and a half millimeter jack in the car. Why would you have a headphone jack for your car? Well, it's <laughs> that's a, just weird. Well, it's actually an aux aux cord plug okay. in. But if you plug a three and a half millimeter jack in there for headphones, it'll still work. Oh, okay, it'll do the same thing. Uh, so I just wanted to get some uh, some input on the sound quality. 
So I said that to say this, if you are a user, uh, you know, an iPhone user, or you don't have a three and a half millimeter jack, if you still have like an MP3 player, an iPod, old iPod or something like that, you have to have a three and a half millimeter jack. So that's going to be a restriction for you. Okay. So I've got the, looks like, uh, green. I've got green here. Ooh, nice. And I, like the, I do like their colors. And I have my, uh, my Tascam headset on that I have now that we use here in the studio. I'm going to take these off. Shane, keep going on while I take my headphones off. Cause I'm going to plug these in my ear at the same time. Okay. So tell us okay. what you found out about when you're driving around in your car. Okay. So like I said before, you're restricted with the three and a half millimeter jack, which, you know, some people still have older phones and that's fine. You still have various devices that you can still plug a three and a half millimeter jack into. But these are not for you if you don't have that jack. Uh, as far as sound quality goes, now these are not going to be for your audio files. They're not the highest sound quality. They're more on the treble side. But just in your everyday listening, for the price point, the sound is, is good. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got my, oh, geez. I'm really loud on my headset now. I, I've got these yeah. in my ears now. And mm-hmm. they fit good. I don't have the wraparound thing. It does have the little wraparound thing that keeps them snug on your ears. And yep. the sound is crisp. The sound is, in my opinion, these are these are twenty dollar head or earbuds. And if you if you go to gizmoleague.com, there's a little moth flying around here. I'm going to smack them. If you go to gizmoleague.com on checkout, put Deacon Live all one word, you get ten percent off. So that knocks them down to about eighteen something dollars. Free shipping, by the way, on these. These mm-hmm. actually sound. Not bad in my studio. I mean, they sound good. Now, granted, these headphones that I use here in the studio, these are $200 headphones, but they are designed to be $200 headphones. That was my point when you were when you were hooking everything up, is that these are not going to be for audiophiles. You know, the, the people that like, you know, the highs, the lows, the mids, all of that good stuff, and they're not, of course, you know, they're, they don't cost as much as that kind of stuff does. So these are kind of your just everyday kind of headphones for me or earbuds for me. Then if you drop them and break them, or they get chewed up or something, then, you know, the price point is good enough to where you can just go buy you another pair and not, it won't sting as bad. These are actually designed a little bit more as, as I'm diving into it and I'm talking to the owner of, of GizmoLeague.com. He says that these are actually designed more for gaming. So if you've got, you know, oh, your little controller, like your Xbox controller or your PS4 or PS5, the headphones, like the Bluetooth headphones that you get, especially if you're, Shane, you play online games all the time and you play with these kids that, you, you know, these teenage kids or even kids that are in, you know, 10, 11 years old and they're kicking your butt and you You've got this $100 headset on, which is Bluetooth, you know, it connects and everything, and Mm -hmm. you're still getting your butt kicked. But these kids, you know, sometimes their parents don't want to buy $100 headphones for their kids because what happens when you get upset in the middle of a game? You rip your headphones off and throw them on the floor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've done it many times. These right here are designed for plugging into your actual handset while you're playing. They are, they give good quality. I say good quality. They're okay quality. For what I use here, they're a little too loud for me. I mean, I can I can back my headphones down a little bit and, and take some of the tinniness out of it. But they do sound well enough. Like I would be I would be okay with having these when you when you go from a two hundred dollar set of headphones to these. Me and you, You're Shane. Be able to tell the yeah, me and you, Shane. We are spoiled. But for yeah. the, like those families out there that that are on a budget and they're like going, hey, you know, we need to get little Timmy something for his birthday or something like that. This is a great 
price point to get yeah. them, you know, a, a headphones that sound really good, mm-hmm. good enough for they, game playing. Yeah, they serve their purpose well. And, I, you know, with that price point, that's probably the the audience or the, the customer that they're targeting is just affordable headsets. And like I said, if you break the things or, you know, something happens, inevitably you get mad and throw them up against the wall and it breaks. The, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> There's no throwing these against the wall. You throw these against the wall, terminal velocity will slow them down and they'll actually float to the ground before they actually meet their target. I mean, that's they're yeah. they're very very lightweight. I would say these are the type of earbuds. You know, if you want to pick up two or three pairs just to have some extras laying around, too, you, you know, you can kind of approach it that way. Well, I'm gonna keep a pair downstairs, keep a pair upstairs, depending on where you're gaming. That's that's kind of the next thing I'm gonna try out is gaming. I just wanted to see how they operated in everyday use, just listening to music wise. Maybe a totally different experience when I use them for gaming, but. Well, tr- try those out next week. Yeah, try them out next week for, for a little bit and, and give me your review on that. I'll tell you what. When I go grocery shopping, I love wearing wired earbuds in my head because if you have a Bluetooth in there, literally some old lady will come up to me and ask me a question, and this is all I hear. And I'm like, if I have these in, if I have a wired headset on, they're like going, oh, he's got a headphones on. He can't hear me. Yeah, duh. The set that I currently have when I go grocery shopping takes me about, you know, an hour to go grocery shopping are the cheap $5 bin ones. And Mm -hmm. they, those are cheap $5 bin ones, but I don't mind. I listen to news reports and stuff like that. That's how I get all my information, a lot of my information for this podcast. And these is a little bit more of an upgrade. Mm -hmm. I would be, and the quality is, is probably 10 times better than the little $5 jobbies that I have right now. I think these are going to be my new headphones when I go grocery shopping or when I'm out in public because I don't want to wear Bluetooth tooth because one, if you wear the little Bluetooth that goes in your ear, I'm afraid of dropping it, it falling on the ground, me stepping on it. At least with the mm-hmm. wire, it, it has somewhat of a, some kind of tether if it pops out of my ear or whatever, but it does have these wraparound things for the ears itself. Don't forget about your inline control there, too. You can turn the volume up and down on those things. Oh, can you, re- hold on, let me try it right here. So, hold on. Yeah. I'm sitting in a dark studio trying to do this. So, all right. I can feel the buttons. Oh, there. Oh, oh. It's a slider. Sorry, I'm looking for <laughs> up and down. I know. First day on this planet, I guess. That's mute. That's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. So the mute slide up and down. All right. So that works. So here's the good news, guys. All you listeners out there of Deacon Live, I've got about five extra pair here. If you go over to ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, click on Free Swag, fill out that little section there, and pick out what kind of sticker pack you want. The first five people that do that, I will send you out a pack of these as well. And they come in this real nice hard case box. If you're looking at watching this on the video, nice hard box right there. Comes with a little clip to hold the uh, microphone or the cable to your uh, lapel. And it's got the little (laughs) silicone things and the earbuds or the ear things that wrap around yours. I'll send this out to you as well. Only the first five people get these. We'll, we'll cut this off at the end of May. So make sure you get in there and do that as well. I'm going to take a little break and we'll get back to this little ski mask here. I'll give a review on that as well. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Fucking Chinese. It's a fucking solid bar. That's what I had. We are fucking loud. Fucking blasting off the fucking. Dude, Frank can fucking even hear you. Profit Radio. 
Are you a true crime fanatic always on the hunt for your next fix? Do you enjoy sipping a fresh cup of coffee while delving into the darkest depths of the human psyche? Then you need to tune in to Murder and Coffee. Hey everyone, it's Matt Cochran, your host, and I'm thrilled to be bringing you the latest and greatest in true crime. Each week, I'll take you on a journey into the mind of some of the most notorious killers and the brave individuals who brought them to justice. And of course, we'll be doing it all over a fresh cup of coffee. From serial killers to cults and everything in between, Murder and Coffee has it all. You won't be able to stop listening. So grab your favorite mug and join me as we explore the darkest corners of the human psyche. Because, let's face it, nothing goes better together than Murder and Coffee. Don't miss out on this thrilling podcast. Subscribe to Murder and Coffee on your favorite podcast platforms today. Or visit us at MurderAndCoffee.com. Murder and Coffee. With me, your host, Matt Cochran. No sleep till! You're listening to... This is between me and that... Deacon Mark. Deacon Mark. Deacon Mark. That filthy, cheap slut. Welcome back to Deacon Live. If you want something for free, of course, we will give you something for free. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, proud sponsors of Deacon Live. And there's a little section called Free Swag. Fill that little form out there. And for the first five people in the month of May, uh, fill that out completely, and we will send you out a pair of these brand-new headsets that I got from GizmoLeague.com. That's GizmoLeague.com. I got a brand-new set of headphones. I got five of them, all different colors and stuff. You can get yours just by filling out that little form. And if you'd like to purchase some, uh, you get 10% off by filling out the on-checkout right in Deacon Live 10 upon checking. Get 10% off. Free shipping, by the way. Now, my wife found out, Shane, that you got... One of these headbands from Gizmo League. Yes, from GizmoLeague.com. And she said, how come I didn't get one? And I said, well, just hold on. I will get you one. And sure enough, it came in the mail. Thank you very much. Uh, She snagged it right away. If you're watching this here on the video, it's got the remote control on the front. It's a a sleep mask. I'm going to take my headphones off real quick. It's a sleep mask. How do I look? Um, I don't think that that's a sleep mask. <laughs> it uh, is. To be honest with you, I, I would, you know, please go back and watch the video and look how goofy you look. Right <laughs> but the ear, the earbuds line mask. up right with my ears. I mean, how did they know it's, where my ears were on my head? It's a sweat band. So you wear. <laughs> I, I feel like, you know, you ever have a bird in the house, you know, in a cage and you want to go to sleep, you just throw a blanket over. I feel like going to sleep now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I'm waiting on you to swing at the pinata. All right. <laughs> and it's got, it's there. weird. Yeah, it's got the little thing over here. Now, I sent you the video as far as uh, how to wash these things. Now, these are for jogging. These are for like yoga and doing things like that. And you want to have the music in your ear. And you don't have to worry about it falling out. So you've got yours apart. I do. And don't forget, for yeah, every so podcast we do, we have a matching video. Go over to YouTube as well. And you can see us here in the studio, me waving to you, you waving to me, Shane over there from the This Is 50 podcast pointing at us as well. So you've got yours taken apart over there. Yeah. So here's the innard and innards i call them all right so that's the control panel that's right up uh, on your forehead then it's very simple setup two wires with um you know your uh, speakers on the end of them one is longer than the other now getting everything out 
is fairly straightforward. You just pull. Getting everything back in is going to be a challenge. <laughs> it looks like you ever pulled out a string on your sweatpants. You're like, ah, shit. And you put a yeah. little safety pin on the string, and you kind of work that safety pin back around the loop to get it back around to the other side. Is it kind of that way? Yeah, so I'm 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 going to give a little criticism on that one because, it's like I said, it's going to be very difficult to fish these things back through. But I'm telling you, in my experience with these kind of things, it's going to be a little tough. Yeah, maybe a coat hanger or something if you come up with a little bit of a, <laughs> a little bit of a something to get them back in there but yeah you're gonna my wife uh, is just my wife is just so excited because you know we're going on vacation and she wants to be able to sleep in in the morning because we don't have to get up and and do the horses and feed the horses and rotate the horses in, in the different pastures and and get the uh, you know undo the chickens and feed the chickens and let them out of the houses and and all that stuff she's like i want to sleep in and she's like as soon as i opened the box she grabbed one of them she's like this is mine and took off running so i'll have a again Shane's got his on if you're watching this here on the YouTube channel. So I think she's going to use it more for a sleep mask or sleep headphones, if anything. And, yeah, yeah. you know, unless you're like sleeping out in the desert, I don't see these things getting too dirty to where you have to constantly take those speakers out. So hopefully with good care and stuff, they'll stay clean for a while. So. Unless, yeah, unless you want to exercise in them like joggers, these things are perfect for joggers. In the wintertime, at least, you know. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna, if you're a runner and you're gonna use them in the summer, you're gonna, and I think that's the intention of these things to soak up, you know, wake up the sweat from your forehead while you're running. So no, this is a good material. Get, this would be a nice warm yeah. on your head. I know when Amy yeah. rides horses, she's got something like this that she puts her hair up and covers like the tip tops of her ears. So this will be uh, this will be interesting for her. So I'll we'll let you guys know uh, next week what my wife's review on those as well. Now, Shane, speaking of snoring. Your wife is a sleep, what is she? Sleep expert? Snoring expert. She's a snoring expert. No, what is her actual position that what she does? Do you want to know the full title of her credentials? Yes, I do. What's on her? Her business uh, card. Okay. She is a polysomnograph technologist. And that means what? She is a sleep specialist, a sleep tech. So she does like the CPAPs and stuff. So she does, yeah. She does sleep studies on people. And things have changed since the first time she did it. You know, it used to be you'd have to go stay overnight. Uh, they would put you in a bed. Now, here's the funny part. They put you in a bed, hook all of these wires up like they're checking for seizures. I mean, they would have wires all over their body, all over their head, their arms, their legs. And then they would say, you know, you can't have anything to help you go to sleep. You got to do so it naturally. Wrap all of this, uh, you know, electronic wiring. And here's your all this electronic wiring all over your body with this glue that stinks that holds it all on. And you're in this strange place, awkward position. There's a camera right there in front of you because they got to be able to see you, physically see you. And then, oh, by the way, go to sleep. So technically, you would look like me and you in the studio here with all the stuff and shit around us and all the wires running around us and the camera in front yeah. of our face. We could fall asleep right here, right? That's natural yeah, for but, us. Yeah, the only difference is our feet weren't in like the OBGYN stirrups like ours are. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you don't use those? No, <laughs> no. Well, right now in North Carolina, a study snoring just doesn't disrupt your sleep. It also causes long-term health effects. Most snoring can, at a young age, can cause deep sleep apnea and other health conditions. They can obstruct your breathing, which causes loud snoring. That can lead to breathing problems and restless nights sleep. Sleep experts have found out that you lose about 10% of sleep or about 80-48 minutes per night throughout your life. Your brain ages about two years faster during this time. Oh, God. <laughs> My brain is probably i am in trouble that means less sleep leads to quicker mental decline studies show about one in 
five people suffer from snoring and only about 3% of them get treatment. That could include working out, using a CPAP machine, or getting surgery to fix the obstruction of your nose and throat. Kind of get like that throat scrape have you had anyone or know anyone that's done that uh yeah you don't want to you don't want to go the surgery route why what would the surgery route be because it's pretty much a reconstruction of everything inside like your upper palate of your mouth Uh uh-huh they pull all i mean they like crack the bone in there they pull it off god your tonsils come out there's just so much trauma that goes on and people a lot of people have died from that surgery to, to be honest with you it's, really it's tough and especially it's harder the older you are it's so much harder to recover from but the the technology that's advanced uh so much in like the past 10 years first of all you do need to you know snoring can kill you it what it does is at night it causes your heart to work harder when you're sleeping your heart should slow down and it's actually getting its rest as well so but if you have <laughs> sleep apnea what's happening is is that your airway is obstructed for whatever reason. There's a couple of different reasons it could be obstructed. So what happens is your oxygen levels drop. So your heart actually has to work harder to keep your oxygen levels up while you're sleeping. Harder than it would when you were awake because you don't have the apnea when you're awake. And what usually happens is, is you fall asleep, your muscles relax, your airway closes. But there's so much different types of technology out there. Now there's actually an implant that they will insert like a pacemaker. Whatever it does, they feed the wiring and the probes and the, the electrical is it under that, Is it under your skin? It's, in, it's under your skin and it's internal. Oh. And you just take a, this little remote and turn it on at night. And what it will do is send electrical signals to cause your muscles and your airway to contract and open up and it holds them. Whereas the CPAP uses air, continuous air that flows in to hold your airway open. This little device will contract your muscles like a TENS unit. You know what a TENS unit is? Yeah, I use that on my back. It's like a thousand little fingers massaging my back at all at the same time. Yeah, so it's like an internal TENS unit that goes into, <laughs> sorry, some Jane's addiction going on in the background. <laughs> Somebody's at the door, Shane. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it, it will use those electrical impulses to hold your airway open. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. If you don't get it looked at. Now, not everybody's snoring is dangerous. There's what's called a apnea index. So that's what that study's for is to kind of see how bad it is. And if it's bad enough, then you need some sort of treatment, whether it be the CPAP machine or the impulse thing, which not everybody is eligible for that. And then they also make like a mouth guard, too, that's supposed to hold your reposition everything right yeah pull your pull your jaw forward and uh, allow for more mm-hmm. breathing and stuff what about those yeah. breathe right strips my wife always threatens to get me those breathe right strips that just slap on your nose i'm like how does that work i don't understand how this little sticker on my nose across the bridge of my nose is going to make me sleep better at night okay let me we're going to do a little little test here here we go we're do a little fun little exercise uh-huh. all right take a deep breath through your nose all right right now right now okay okay now what do you do you let it out <sighs> through my nose or through my mouth? Did I mess it up? It doesn't matter. Okay. Do you know how to flare your nostrils? Like, yeah. Do this. Take your thumbs, mm-hmm. take your t- thumb on each nostril and just push up. Okay. Now take a deep breath in. God, I look like an idiot. Yeah, you do. Can okay. you tell a difference? Can you tell a difference in the airflow? My thumbs stink. Yes, okay. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the thumb issue. You just <laughs> might want to wash those. But yes, I can tell um, a difference. Yeah, the it, it just opens up the the airflow. 
So I'm going to sleep with a rubber band. You ever seen Pee Wee Herman? I'm going to sleep with a rubber band on my nose, lifting my nose that way at night so I don't snore. Then problem solved. 20, the, 25 cents, maybe what, a nickel cents, you know. Well, that's what the Breathe Right strips do because they got this little hard plastic thing in there that will flex open once you put them on, and it pulls your nostrils open just to get a little bit more airflow. And then you wrap your Gizmo League uh, headband around, <laughs> and you can listen to music and gently drift off to sleep. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I went out to uh, dinner the other night with some friends of mine. Uh, we went out to my favorite Mexican restaurant, and this Mexican restaurant only serves two types of beers. They sell... Wait a minute. Let me guess. Yeah. All right. The one... Modelo? Yep. Modelo. Modelo. But what kind? Uh... Probably just regular old Modelo. The Especial. Especial. The, the golden one. Gotcha. And then the other one they sell is, for some reason, I don't know why... <sighs> You know, I want to. I, I would normally go with Corona, but for some reason, I, I don't. I want to steer away from Corona. It's an American beer. It's an American beer, and it's a light. Ah, uh, ooh, got to be a Bud Light. Yep, actually, yep, that's what they sell there. And uh, we all went out to actually we went out to lunch, uh, late lunch the other weekend, and we're all sitting around the table, and and uh, I go there several times, you know. And they know me. Oh, yeah, Mr. Deacon, how are you? How are you? Uh, Bud Light? And I go, yeah. But there was for a while there, they didn't have it. So I was like, all right, I'll do Modelo. I don't know what happened. This was way before the controversy. So I ordered a Bud Light. You should have seen all the heads at the table. We, we were about six, eight deep. All the heads at the table turned and looked at me. were like going, are you having a Bud Light? And I'm like going, yeah, why? They're like going, well, you know, it's gay people and controversy and blah, 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 blah. And I, I took a sip and I go, I grabbed the beer and I took a sip and I go, oh my God, this is delicious. Delicious! <laughs> I, stood up, I stood up. I had confetti in my pocket. I threw it in the air. <laughs> it was all planned, just though. A normal Sunday, just a normal Saturday night for me. Exactly. But yeah, I had a Bud Light, and I, I, the heads were turning left and right, and I was like going, oh, my God. I just thought it was so funny that that one little episode and people are freaking out. You know, they only gave her, the, her, him, the transgender person, the one can. They didn't sell it like national. It wasn't nationally produced anywhere. It was just they sent that one. It'd be like Bud Light making a can with my face on it. And they're like going, here you go, Mr. Deacon. Here's for, you know, 250,000 subscribers. Here's a Bud Light can. We appreciate you. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if this was planned or not. As you know, I drink this right here, which is Bush Light. And. And they actually have a lot of great causes. Like they have a, a, a fisherman series, they have a hunter series, and a percentage of every case that you buy goes to the coffers. It goes to fu- it goes to the funding of whatever branch that they're doing. So right now, Bushlight has got these things. Can you read that right there, Shane? Uh, looks like farm something. It says um, it says farm rescue, and the can looks like a uh, ear of corn. <laughs> That's okay. what it is. But you know, I mean, maybe they're taking the ball, picking up the ball, and running with it, saying, "Hey, look, you know, we're actually doing something great with our product." Well, all you Bud Light, hold on a minute. Okay, hold on a minute before you get all righteous on everything. I'm not getting righteous. I'm just bringing up a point. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, Bush Light, they, Anheuser-Busch, this is the same people that It's own. all the same goddamn family. It is. It is. So Bud Light, Bush Light, the whole nine yards. So why why are we with one brand of their beer targeting one one group of people and then another brand of their beer targeting another group of people? Because we are idiots and we don't know that these people are all owned by the you, same company. You just nailed it. We're all sheep. <laughs> We're all idiots. <laughs> Yes, and that's the whole, that's the whole thing. It's like I saw one uh, something on social media today. It is AT and T. 
they're doing some sort of transgender blah 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 uh, support you know uh, transgender teens so they don't kill themselves i i don't look at that why don't you support in, instead of coming up with an agenda why don't you support teen suicide in general i'm not going to get too political it's already set up here's my suggestion uh-huh beer sell beer at&t Sell the internet and your phones. Right. Let these these businesses and their political causes are are killing them. I'm not saying that it's wrong, and I don't have a you know I have my own personal opinions about things, but I just think that businesses would be so much better off if they would just sell their products. But you and that's it. But you have to understand. I know where you're coming. I know your background: advertising, radio, blah blah blah, marketing, all of that good stuff. (laughs) I totally get it. Just saying. It's not only that. It's not only that, Shane. Don't forget. AT&T and all these other people are lobbyists for whatever political party will do them the best favor. Well, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm kind of getting at is it's not really on a personal level. It's on a on a political national level. And it's pandering. You know, it's just, look, Bud Light sucks anyway. It tastes like toilet water. It tastes like <laughs> shit. I don't, I can't tell the difference. Once you have three of them, they all taste the same. I think. Yeah, I tell you what. Why don't we just start marketing Bud Light to illegal aliens? How's that? <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Stick around. We got a lot more to get into, and Shane's going to talk about why he hates roundabouts for some reason. <laughs> One thing in the world that we have to argue about. He's he's worried about roundabouts. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right. Back. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Are you receiving me? Over. Why don't you get us a couple more beers, Manuel? Instead of sitting up here talking shit like a bitch. I took you from your country. Did he want to be taken from his country? I took you from your... Excuse me? Did he want to be taken from his country? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, that's good. Way to go. Way to keep him prisoner here, locked up in our... He's not a prisoner. He's watching Netflix. No, he's watching Nutfucks. Big pricks. Call 407. <laughs> Big pricks. 448 That is awesome. I think I have to take a break right now because of my hormones. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna... Skipping to the front of the line. You're listening to... Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard? Of course you do. We'd love to hear from you. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. At the very bottom of the page says, Be Heard. Click on that little icon right there. Opens up a microphone on whatever device you're listening to us on. You can be podcast famous. You can be right here in the studio alongside of us. Speak right into it. You can be anonymous if you want. Or you can say, hey, you know, happy birthday, little Timmy. Happy birthday to my mom or dad. Or happy Mother's Day, everyone. You can do that as well. And we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. And joining us here in the studio... From the This Is 50 podcast, we have Shane McManus. How are you, Shane? Still here. Yeah. Are you done with your rant? run off yet. Are you done with your little rant over there? You feel better now? Yes. You got that off your chest? Yeah, just a little bit. I went and bought some Bud Light during the break. So tell me why you were saying something to me. Uh, we were talking on the phone the other day, setting all these this arrangement up, getting you on the show. You were saying something about you were driving your car and you had to go around a roundabout. And you said, I hate these stupid things. These things are stupid. Why, why yeah. do you, what do you have against roundabouts? Well, first of all, you couldn't hardly say it. <laughs> rounded, rounded, rounded. 
around down to the roundabout. Pretty much, yeah. For those of you that are listening, I am from the South. I'm from North Carolina, if you can't tell by my voice. <laughs> we didn't have these stupid roundabouts down here. I don't know what the origin of a roundabout is. What what ignorant... So Let me rephrase it, Hold on, hold what on. What engineer, what roadworthy engineer came up with a roundabout? So over in, over in Europe, they have roundabouts everywhere. That's all they Guess have. What? what? Guess what? We're not in Europe. You're American, damn it. I want a straight shot to where I'm going. I don't want to all of a sudden have to go on a merry-go-round. <laughs> Figure out which direction I want to go. Right in the middle of my journey to where I'm going. Oh, let's get let's get all the drivers dizzy for a minute, and then we'll send them on their way. Now, like sh- a spin cycle for your car in the middle of the road. Now, Shane, what? Here, go ahead. Keep going. Well, I'm just, I'm trying to, you asked me, so I'm just trying to figure out what is the point of a roundabout? Is it just, is it like a, a very technical, confusing speed bump? It's is not it a bump. to slow people down? Well, let, let me, and, and I'm going to elaborate on that. It's not a speed bump unless right, you're not. Everybody it, listen, everybody listen, because here comes the wisdom. It's not a speed bump unless you're not paying attention and you blow right through it and you hit that center median and fly right over through the intersection. I know uh, a good friend of ours. They put a roundabout on a street that she traveled for 30 years, and now there's a roundabout in this, in that. And she was coming home late at night and driving, you know, 55 miles an hour and came up to the roundabout and forgot it was a roundabout and drove right through the center of it, launched her car mm-hmm. up in the air and flew down. And, you know, she was injured and all that. Mangled. I don't know if she Lawsuit. was mangled. The, the car was mangled, but still. So the roundabout, we as Americans, it, it's not going to catch on for another 50 years. We'll be long and gone. Cars will be flying. Roundabouts will be second secondary as far as like uh, road transportations. But they say that the roundabout actually prevents a lot of stalling. Not stalling, but like idling. So if you pull up to a stop sign, one, two, three, stop, and then you go, that three second of your car sitting there idling gas waste you know it's it's a big it's a big formula for these roundabouts for the most part and no and and not for and not for mental thing it's an environmental thing when you go to a four-way stop idiots if you have not read the book i'm a very very practice i i I will i go by every single rule in the book for driving when you go to a four-way stop who's got the right of way all these other people that are at the four-way stop with me i know damn well that they are idiots and they have no idea who's supposed to go first i go and i'll sit there no wave go 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 i'm like nope it's not my turn you know how to you know but you know how to fix that how do you fix that put a roundabout in there (laughs) put a roundabout in there these idiots don't know who goes first so we'll put a roundabout in there that they can't navigate to make it even worse because here's what i see what you get into your little roundabout so you're, you're you're driving down the road and you get here comes the roundabout and you start getting anxiety it's like crossing that little narrow bridge Oh God, here comes a roundabout and how many people are up there and how many, uh, are we going to be able to make this? Cause you know, I, I think I got a good idea of which tentacle of the roundabout I'm supposed to get off on. But if, 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 if so-and-so over here doesn't move out of the way and get off on the right place, then we're going to get, we're going to get caught up in the swirl cycle and then, okay, all right, I'm into the roundabout. Here I go. There's my road right there. But here's this idiot over here is in my way and I can't get off on the roundabout. Now here I'm stuck and I'm circling again. So you just end up going in circles. Now, what does that do for the environment? I'm you trying to constantly- burn. Like running around in a circle. <laughs> I'm trying to merge. I'm trying to merge. Yeah. So here, you what ends up happening is you got 50 cars in the roundabout, nose to tail, <laughs> just going in a circle. Explain to me. 
you throw that in the mix and then the chick that ran right through it and mangled her car up, how is that better than just idling for three seconds at a stop sign? All comments and complaint can be forwarded to Shane McManus over at the This Is 50 podcast if you have any complaints or anything like that. It, it's a, I mean, I'm telling you, it, nothing gets on my nerves worse than that. Nothing. And I want, I want the person that signed the document that says we shall have roundabouts in America. I want that person here. I want him brought here. I like cousin Eddie went and got the boss from Christmas vacation and drug his ass back. I want him sitting right here because I got something to tell him. Well, I won't bring up diamond exchanges. Oh, dear God. that's a topic in itself. Why am I on the hey. other side of the road? So, yeah, it's it's confusing all of us natives. You know what? El- I'm not the only one that feels that way. <laughs> you know what else is confusing is uh, you were talking about uh, buying beer at the store with self checkout, and you know you have to sit there and wait for someone, and and so well, you know what? why why are so you confused about of, that? Okay, well, it's freaking me out a little bit because you've heard all this talk about AI, artificial intelligence. Everybody's freaking out about artificial intelligence. Yeah, right? Chat GPT and all that. I use it all the time. For you Bible believers, you know that's all leading to the. To the mark of the beast kind of stuff. <laughs> so I go to the grocery store and, you know, the self-checkouts are, are a really big deal now. That's something else that's new that you never saw before. By the way, Roundabout's bad. Self-checkout, good. Uh, well, possibly. Okay. Because... Like, you know, Walmart, okay, you come in here and buy our stuff, and then you do the work. I'm okay with that. So I go to the grocery store, and, you know, the grocery stores have these self-checkouts. You know, Walmart pioneered that kind of thing. So the the grocery stores are starting to have them now. Well, I go to buy some beer yesterday, and I go to the self-checkout, and I go, you know, here's here's your card, and then here's your discount card, you know, scan, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you got the mafia boss leaning up against the wall just kind of watching what you're doing. I go through the most. Usually when you do a self-checkout and you're buying alcohol, somebody has to come over and put a code in and approve it. I like when they when right. they put the code in, and right before they hit, is this person over 40? They kind of do this little yeah. little turn yeah, back little, to you. <laughs> yeah, the, the little eye thing. Yeah, like, like, I don't want to look them directly in the eye. So I was expecting that. I'm going through the motions, and it says uh, payment method. I put my card in, do my PIN number, all that good stuff. And then it spits out a receipt. And I'm looking around going, what now? Nobody came over here and put a code in, and nobody verified my age. So you, you bought the beer, and then they, nothing nothing happened? Nothing. Really? Nothing. Really? So I grab my receipt and I'm looking, like I said, I'm looking around like, you know, waiting on somebody to come tackle me or something. Did you look at the receipt to make sure that the, the alcohol was rung up? Like it might not have triggered I, it. Wait a minute now. Let me get into the story here. Oh, I sorry. Looked, sorry. I get so I excited. Looked, so excited. <laughs> I looked at the receipt and it said payment. And then down at the bottom, it said age verified. I'm going, how? How did you verify my age? And what? So, and this was a Walmart? No, it was just a local. It was a grocery store. Okay. Well, what's it's the name of the grocery line. store? I want to go there. Food Lion. Okay, Food Lion. Now I haven't seen that at any other Food Lion except the one that I went to, which is in the middle of a, just a tiny little town. So I'm looking at the receipt. And it said age verified, and I'm going, how? How did they ver- verify my age? <laughs> well, I look up, and about a foot over top of my head, like a microphone boom, there's a camera. You know, when they come up and a lot of times, you like you were talking about, they take a look at you as customer over age 40. Right. And they go, no, or yes, hit the button and move on. They didn't actually look at your ID. So now they're using artificial intelligence to look at people's faces, to verify their age. And the computer goes, yeah, 
They don't. They look like they're over eighteen. I I think you see. I think you see camera. You're thinking there's like some kind of computer behind that. No, there's a fat guy sucking on half eaten donuts in a room and looking at you, going, "Yeah, that guy's over over twenty one, and he's just hitting a button." There's a guy in a room or a woman in a room. I don't care. You know, man, female. There's someone in a room that's looking at you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they're 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 watching robots. Travis, it's the robots. They're coming. They're coming after you. They're coming after me. Now Now, look, I'm fine with it because they let me buy beer it's fine <laughs> but think, I'm not think about like it's an lp loss prevention they're sitting up there and they're watching you know you scan these things all the time so if they have the capacity to sit there and watch you scan to make sure you're not putting you know a, a 90 cent sticker on a two thousand dollar tv and you're sliding it through there they could sadly they, mistaken my friend they had the capability of going watching. there's had the capability of sitting there and going yes he's over 21 go ahead and let him pass it's computers using algorithms. I'm telling you, no. they watch. The, the, it's, it's all computer because look, that's what they're going to. They don't want to pay people to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> What's the point if they've got a hundred don't fat donut eating guys sitting in a room going, oh, rip, 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 flag him real quick? No, that's it's it's artificial intelligence. Bermuda Triangle, Bermuda Triangle, not conspiracy. <laughs> AI guy not in a room watching you scan stuff. Conspiracy. Yeah. Well, you know, and most of, if it were, you know, people in there, that's the dumbest lot that they can find. You know, it's just like, no, it's 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 artificial intelligence. It's the same intelligence that came up with a roundabout. All right, guys, stick around. We a couple more segments, and we'll let you get back to doing what you got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You were the first kid on the block to have goddamn internet access. Um, I remember your um, your Commodore. Um, it was like a one twenty eight or something. Yeah, was trying to fit in in um, to a world that does not accommodate them. That's good. <laughs> what? Hold on, no. Yeah. yeah. Texas Live. Awesome. The interweb. Call four zero seven. Very good. Four four eight 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 zero zero. You were. It was an anomaly. Please leave a message. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And someone will return your call as soon as possible. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Well, guess what? We got a bunch of free stuff for you. The way you get that is go over to Profit Radio. Proud sponsors of Deacon Live. That's P-R-O-P-H-E-T-Radio.com. Uh, you'll see a little section that says free swag. Fill that out. 
And if you listen earlier in the podcast, we had these brand new headphones that were sent to us from gizmoleague.com. That's gizmoleague.com. Uh, I've got about five sets left here. And the first five people that go over there and fill out that little form, pick out whatever prize pack you want, and we'll include these headphones in your prize pack, and we'll send it out to you. Uh, and we'll cut this off at the end of May. So you have all the way till May to get these out to you or get yours right now. And joining us here in the studio, all the way from This Is 50 Podcast, we have Shane McManus, how are you? I'm still here. They're still letting me come. They're, they let me stay in the building. And we have security right outside the, the door there that's going <laughs> to escort you downstairs because of uh, we got the National Coalition of Roundabout People that, that are really upset about Bastard. you for those comments over to This Is 50 Podcast. Now, so you have insurance on your house, Shane. Mm-hmm. Now, something in Florida, there it's very rare that we have flood insurance, believe it or not, is not required in Florida. Like, we are not in a flood zone. Hurricane uh, insurance is crazy. When Andrew came through in the late 80s, early 90s, and just destroyed Homestead, Florida, and just, you know, swept its way through Florida, and then we had, in 2004, I believe it was, we had Gene that came through, and then three weeks later, we had Charlie that came through, and then two weeks later, we had Francis that came through and just annihilated Central Florida. So there was an insurance company called Citizens, and Citizens was the only insurance company that you could get because it was state-funded. So when you paid your taxes and everything, some of your taxes went to this insurance company called Citizens. So in 2005, 2006, 2007, if you needed, if you're buying a home and you needed homeowner's insurance, you had to go through Citizens. They were the only ones that were giving you a form or a policy. Now, does home insurance cover a meteor damage? Here's what experts say. Now, just recently, a large piece of a meteor fell through a customer's house and landed on the floor. Now, the odds of a meteor falling from the sky and crashing into your house is this really, really far-fetched. It's like putting one in 3.9 trillion as far as getting this it's like winning the powerball jackpot as rare as it is <clears throat> i'm screaming here sorry a meteor actually survived the trip into earth's atmosphere is very rare smashed through the roof of a house in new jersey in a town called hopewell on this past monday according to local police and astronomy experts this begs the question, does homeowners insurance policies cover the cost of the damage for meteors, asteroids, or any type of space debris that happens to fall from outer space and crash into your home? Now, we heard a couple of weeks back where China was like saying, this satellite's not working anymore, and so we'll just go ahead and cut it off and just let it fall to Earth. And sure enough, it fell, and it landed you know, somewhere out in the middle of the desert somewhere, but still, it could have fallen in someone else's place. Shane, have you heard of a place called, I believe it's called called Nero, Nemo, something like that. You got a com- you got a computer in front of you? Yeah. Look up where where space debris falls in the middle of this ocean. There's a name for it. And what they try to do is they try to get these satellites and stuff to actually fall in this location cuz it's like the furthest point from any civilization at all. So as rare as it is, a small stormy meteorite based on the feedback from members and in the industry uh, it seems that falling objects such as meteors or falling satellites would typically be covered by a standard homeowner's policy or business property insurance policies. Of course, it's always critical to read the policy and familiarize yourself with the inclusion that your policy may have noted, whether this is um, part of your policy as well. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, Shane. Did you find the location? Mm-mm. Is it called Nemo? Where, where do satellites die in the ocean or something like that? 
Now, this couple in New Jersey had this meteorite that fell into their house. And, yes, their insurance policy, fortunately, was covered. Uh, uh, the meteorite was covered as far as, like, getting a new roof. Now, here's the thing. One, you know, some of your insurance policies will say something, you know, act of nature or act of God. You know, we don't protect oh, against. Right. Shouldn't, that, shouldn't that fall under act of God? Well, <laughs> first of all, you have to define what an act of God is. Mm. Now, as far as, like. Well, I guess it, you're. Just trying to figure out if it's a mean god or, <laughs> but now I mean, and and where yeah. does where does the where are the limits the term limits as far as where God His reign you know starts and ends. So is it outer space? So a meteor comes from some other place. And here's the thing: the house in New Jersey has this meteorite, right? So screw the mm-hmm. policy. Even if the policy does not cover the insurance, do you know how much one gram one gram of a meteorite goes for on the market? It's very, very expensive. $1.2 million for a gram of a meteorite. And the meteorite that hit this person's house in New Jersey was 2.5 pounds. Did they get to keep it or did the insurance company take it? <laughs> well, I would, if a meteorite fell through my thing and, you know, we sit there and look at it, we've determined that it's a meteorite. I'm not telling anyone I'm going to get lawyers. I'm going to put this in my safety mm-hmm. deposit box and I'm going to find the highest bidder because yeah, 1.2 well, million, you could buy how many roofs can you fix for 1.2 millions per gram? Well, let me tell you how all that kind of crazy stuff works. Okay. You might get a meteorite through your living room, and there it is laying on the floor. And you go, okay, I'm going to get lawyers. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done. The only way to get it certified is through the government. Right. Guess what happens? What? The government certifies it, then the government takes it. No, they can't take it. It's on my, it fell, it's a, it fell from, it's a God gift. (laughs) It's God's gift to me. I didn't, I won the power, double power, jack ball thing. And now I've got this meteorite. And if you want this, yeah, you can come get it. Come get it. We'll certify it, certify it all day long. And if you want to buy it for me, well, then that's where we start talking. Well, like I said, they're not going to buy it from you. They're going to take it because. Why? Do you want to know why? Yes. Why would they take a meteorite that fell from the heavens? Because when things fall from the heavens like that, they are concerned that they could contain some microorganisms or something that could wipe out the human race. So they want to, they will take it from you and test it. They can give it back. It up. You will not see it for decades. I promise you, you will not no, see it for No, no. I've heard stories of people that get uh, meteorites and they, they, they're a millionaire now. Okay. <laughs> they're growing a third <laughs> arm out of their chest because of the, you know, the radiation off of the meteorite, but still, <laughs> they're a millionaire. Yeah. I don't know who they're getting to certify it, but if you want it, you know, if you want it certified, you got to go through, uh, I'll go with your theory. You can get it certified, but as soon as the government finds out about it, they're going to come take it. They're going to quarantine it. That's fine. It they can quarantine it. And then that's when you get the lawyers, got, that's when you get you the know. lawyers involved and say, look, you've got X amount of time to get this certified and then it needs to be back to me or you can buy it from me. You can have it all day long. Just, just pay me what I'm owed. Give me my money. Where my money at? <laughs> yeah. It sounds to me like you got a better chance of winning the lottery. So just keep buying those things. <laughs> keep buying the lottery tickets. One guy that didn't win the lottery is this North Carolina guy who fled from a traffic stop in North Carolina. North Carolina authorities. Oh, are we talking about me? No. Are we talking about me now? This, this guy probably blew through a roundabout. North Carolina authorities were assigned <laughs> by an unexpected group of animals in the pursuit of a suspect last week. The Boone Police Department 
were conducting a routine traffic stop on Tuesday when the suspect fled from the scene from his car on foot. The suspect, Joshua Minton, abandoned his vehicle in Watauga County and ran toward an undeveloped area. Due to the suspect's fast and reckless driving, the officers were not, were not close enough to see exactly where the suspect ran. Authorities were searching a nearby area when they were greeted by the local cows. The police said that the cows led them directly where the suspect was hiding. Apparently, the cows did not expect, did not want the suspect criminal to be loitering in their pastures. The cows communicated with the officers as best as they could and finally just had the officers follow them to the suspect's location. So authorities arrested Minion on multiple charges, including felony, fleeing and eluding, arrest with a motor vehicle, driving with a revoked license, and disorderly conduct. So so he, this guy, was being chased by the cops, ran down the field, and said, I'm fine with all these cows around me. And the cows are like, boo. What is this guy doing our field? Moo. You know, horses are the same way. They're very inquisitive, and cows are the same way. If there's something new or different out there, you take a tennis ball, not a tennis ball, you take a soccer ball and throw it in the middle of a cow pasture and watch those cows kind of walk over there and go, what's this new thing? What's this new thing? And sure enough, this guy was a new thing in their pasture, and the cows were like going, hey, I don't know what you guys are looking for, but check this thing out over here. <laughs> Ratted out by the cows. And let them. Right. Oh, well, that that sounds like my luck. <laughs> and the cows well, run into the cow pasture over here. Now, only, only in North Carolina. I know exactly, especially up there in Watauga County. Now, Shane, do you know what a claw clip is? I don't. So, a, is that something? Oh, wait a minute. Let me take a guess. All right, it. let me take a guess at a it. Claw clip is it something that goes on on a uh, goes on a lobster's claw at like restaurants and stuff? So they, when you go to pick them out or handle them, they don't bite you. No, nowhere close. Nowhere close. Okay. So if you have long hair, especially females, you'll see these in their hair. Oh, okay. All right. That's kind of an 80s thing, too. Yeah, it's that almost like a, not like a banana clip, but it's it's kind of spring-loaded. It's, oh. you know, depending on if it's six to eight inches long and it's kind of curved and it's got like the little teeth like a Venus flytrap would have, right? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So this woman right here, a claw clip almost killed this woman. I, I think I know this story. I think I know what happened. So the claw clips back in a big way, especially if you have long hair, but they are now potentially fatal, question mark. Seemingly, a simple hair accessory is beloved by the straightforward in nature and the sophisticated appearance. However, one TikTok creator shared her dangers while wearing a claw clip while driving. This lady, named Ariel Elanons, posted a viral video about the devastating injury from a car accident she had could have been prevented when she had chosen not to don a claw clip on her head that day. The other creators commented on the section uh, sharing similar stories about what happened to them. So here's what happened. In her video, which has over 1 million views, Ariel got candid about wearing a claw clip while driving that led to a severe injury. So don't forget for every podcast we do, we have a matching... Let me pause. Sorry there. Hold on, Ariel. We're not ready for you yet. For every podcast we do, we have a matching video. And if you want to see this video in real time as we're talking about it here on the air, go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on uh, Social Contacts and make sure you like and subscribe to us over on YouTube. And you can see this video in real time as we're talking about it here. And I'm going to share the screen for Shane so he can see this as well. So here we go. You see it, Shane? 
I do. Okay. So here we go. We're going to let her tell her story her ab- about what actually happened. So here we go. Videos you watch in a while, and that is not clickbait. This is information that would have changed my life if I had it six months ago, and I hope you listen. So everyone pretty much knows at this point I was in a car accident that left me with my back broken in three places back in November. What you don't know is that I was wearing claw clip while I was driving. This claw clip. And she's showing it is all mangled. Because it prevented my head from going back when the airbag hit me, my back broke, my upper back broke, almost on my cervical spine. Jesus! In three places. Thank God it didn't get embedded in my head, but that so happens for some people where they have to have it surgically removed from their head. So, homies, if you drive with a clip, please stop. You could break your back. You could get head damage. There are so many things. And you'd think this would break. This is like a Target purchase. Didn't. But I broke. So what she's saying is, she she was, sorry, all right, shut up, lady. Um, So what she was saying is, (laughs) I know, so mean to her. So what she was saying is that she got into an accident in her car, and she had this banana clip or whatever on the back of her head, claw clip. When the airbag went off, it prevented her head from hitting the the headrest, which is supposed to do its job to keep you from doing a, you know, like a backlash or anything like that. And it actually pushed on her spine and she cracked her upper spine in three places. So now she goes through like physical therapy and all this stuff. She's got not a halo on. There's some kind of like it presses up on your chin and holds your head straight. I don't know if they do halos anymore. You know what a halo is, right? Mm-hmm. Where they yeah. have they have the, the little brass things that go into your forehead. They drill into your skull. And she's mm-hmm. walking around doing, like, recovered surgery. Now, all right, claw clip, what if you got, like, a, a sucker? Like, you're an all-day sucker or, or a lollipop in your mouth. The airbag goes off. Well, that's going to shoot right through the back of your fucking throat. I'd be curious to see if she started a lawsuit. Because that is the biggest pile, steaming pile of bullshit I have ever seen what in my th- entire what do you freaking mean? life. What do you mean, big pile of, bo- of bullshit? What are you talking about? There's no way that that claw clip is going to do all that damage that she's talking about. She's just looking for a lawsuit. She's looking for somebody to get some money. I'm telling you. It's just like there was some people that you, you've seen the uh, metal cups with the metal straws. You've seen those things. Some dumbass had that straw. They were going to take a drink. And they were driving in their car, and they hit a bump or something, and that straw supposedly went up, that metal straw went up their nose and pierced their brain and killed them. Come on. (laughs) What are the chances? Meteorite comes Uh, through your roof, metal straw up your nose, claw clip on your head. I mean, roundabout, fly over a roundabout, (laughs) going into the trees. I mean, we know. Running from cows. I mean, Shane, I mean, the whole show is based on (laughs) what if. Yeah, I just we live in a society of people that are just looking to blame some. How about you being stupid? Why did you have an accident? Did you do something? Were you driving bad? You know what? what, What's the deal there? We don't. We don't get that story. We just want here. We just. She just wants to tell us how bad this claw claw clip is. is Just (laughs) easy for you to say. She didn't disclose that she'd had 14 beers when she, you know, before she drove home. Somebody's just always looking to blame somebody for something. She, I don't think I she was blaming. I don't think she was. She's going to the claw clip, claw clip. She's suing Dollar Tree, damn it. Dollar Tree's going down. <laughs> I think she said somebody, in the. I think the in the video she said that she bought the thing from Target. So okay, well Target, you're a Target. Yeah, they got lots of lawyers. She doesn't stand a chance. I just think she's after some money. Honestly, no. Why? Because if she was, she wouldn't have to post that video. No, she's posting the video to get it out there so everybody will get on her side. She's building her coalition. Her building her case. Yeah, yeah. She's built, you know, and and then that way when when Target wins, then she's got all these people 
on her side to just raise hell. I think you're reaching protests in the street. I am so reaching, so reaching Shane. (laughs) She's just saying, be careful what you have on your head. You know, it might blow your brains out when you get into a car wreck. All right, guys, we appreciate each and every one of you for downloading us, listening to us, being part of the show. Make sure you go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Get yourself something for free, and don't forget the whole entire rest of the month of May. Uh, We have these uh, headphones, the AK-6s that were given to us by Gizmo Lee. League.com. That's gizmoleague.com. Go over on over there. And if you miss out on this free opportunity, don't worry. You can buy yours at 10% off just by typing in Deacon Live 10 when you check out and get 10% off. Free shipping on those, by the way. I'll give you a review next week on these headbands when we get back from vacation. All right, guys. On behalf of Shane from This Is 50 Podcast. There you go. Thanks for having me. My name's Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.